Welcome to the Ingenious Podcast, a snapshot of future B2B marketing trends and use it now tips. Learn to be wildly effective in professional services. Each episode features experts with new ideas for your branding and competitive success. Welcome to Feed the Leads, the Ingenious Podcast by Ingenuity Marketing Group. I'm Natalie Klein, your host for this series. And the title of this episode is Eat the Rainbow, Graphic and Backend Design. Today, I am joined by Robert Wasilek. He is a design consultant here at Ingenuity and is really the creative genius behind the logo design, ad layout, and all things design here at our digital marketing agency. He loves to add color to make design come to life and Not only is he good at the visual aspects of design, but he is our in-house tech expert for all things website and marketing automation. Thank you for joining me today, Robert. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm glad you could be here because we're diving into your wheelhouse of expertise to talk about how beautiful design and color can affect perception. Not only that, but also why the back-end design is just as important as what the eye can see. Uh, That's correct. Many web designers focus heavily on the visual elements, the images, colors, and layout, forgetting how much the back-end of the website affects the visual. I can imagine that you've probably seen it all. I know we've had some clients come to Ingenuity that have very sharp and beautiful websites. But then we find out that they're missing some of the most basic SEO elements and backend design that is critical to a healthy website. So tell me about some of the biggest issues you see when it comes to this. Yes, I run into many websites that don't take advantage of using the meta titles and descriptions, which is pretty crucial in helping drive traffic to your website. Right. These are the areas that show up in search results that tell the user whether or not they want to visit your website. So getting the content and the messaging within your titles and meta descriptions correct is very important to drive traffic to your website. Correct. I also find many websites that haven't been properly maintained, which can cause problems down the road. So if you're using a CMS like WordPress, make sure you're updating your WordPress core and plugins regularly. This really helps the site run smoothly and keeps it secure. You should have some kind of backup system in place in case something breaks the site. Always check with your hosting provider to see what your hosting plan provides for backups. These are definitely some pretty important areas. And we've also had clients coming to us about ADA compliance. They want to make sure their website's compliant while still maintaining the messaging and the feel that they've spent a lot of time and money probably developing. Can you tell me a little bit about the elements that are part of ADA compliance? Uh, Sure. Some of the basic elements for making a website accessible would be making sure to use alternative text to describe your images and videos, using closed captioning and transcripts of embedded video, having a consistent layout and easy navigation for screen readers is really important, design with sharp contrast between text and background elements, And probably finally, make sure links open in the same window instead of a separate window. That can really cause havoc with some screen readers. These are definitely important features to get correct because we just never know where that next great lead will come from. And if your website's ADA compliant and your competitors isn't, 
that really could be the one thing that gets your firm the business. Correct. We've also been hearing a lot about GDPR compliance, and this one is pretty big because it contains some opt-in language and non-compliance can really cost firms and organizations. So what is included and why is it important? Why, why do people need to pay attention to this? Users must confirm that their data can be collected and there must be a clear privacy policy showing what data is going to be stored and how it's going to be used. They also need to be able to withdraw the right to use their data and request that the data be deleted. So then what steps need to be done to be compliant? Some of the steps in making your website compliant include fine-tuning your privacy policy, making it easily accessible on your site. Get a clear consent to use cookies, which can be handled by adding a pop-up or cookie wall to your site. Limit the data you collect and store from form submissions. Only collect what you need. And finally, clean up your mailing lists and stop using mailing lists purchased from third parties. I think there will be a few audible groans about cleaning up those mailing lists. Definitely. (laughs) But it really is very important, and we've been hearing about this a lot. Not only do accurate mailing lists provide you with better engagement metrics, but we've also been hearing that some of these email marketing programs are actually disabling emailing capabilities if you have a high bounce rate. Oh, that's true. If those don't get cleaned up, email marketing programs are taking steps, like you said, to ensure that companies are taking this very seriously. Yeah, you definitely don't want to lose your emailing capabilities, especially if that's a big way you get in front of your clients and prospects. So let's move on to some of the more fun elements, like color. Yeah, fun. Color. We love color. (laughs) We do. And so let's talk about what you're seeing for color trends with logos and on websites. Uh, Well, blue or some shade of it is still the most popular branding color. Clients like it for its calming and trusting, dependable qualities. I do see a number of AEC firms not afraid to shake up their color schemes a bit by using some more warm colors anchored with shades of red, which is very energetic and can really get your attention. What are some of the trends you're seeing outside of our clients? For design color trends, I'm still seeing the use of bright, vivid color to try and stand out from the competition. I think of the T-Mobile magenta branding as a good example of this. I'm also seeing some of the use of gradients in branding, like the Instagram logo, which combines both the vivid color and the gradients. There's also a trend for minimalism in color, a less is more approach. Many simple designs are using just a pop of color or just a couple colors to pull everything together. I know I'm definitely drawn more towards the minimalistic style of color and logo design. So I'm, sure. I'm, I'm happy to see that. Oh, yeah. How should color come into consideration for, let's say, a logo design? Well, the psychology of color plays a huge role in any logo project. The colors must really tell the story of the business we are doing the identity branding for. Consumers are bombarded with color every day, so it's pretty important to have a color scheme that will pull you out from the crowd. So when you're working with clients on their brand identity and how to make them stand out from the crowd, how do you get into their head to figure out what they're really looking for in their color scheme? Our clients go through an interview process where we establish their key differentiators, which inspires me when I start pulling a color scheme together. I'll use this information along with any current design color trends 
and anything I see when I'm researching a client's industry and their competitors. I feel like this is something that's easy in concept that can sometimes be a bit challenging. Uh, for example, maybe a client says they want something vibrant and fresh, but in the end, you end up simply updating their current color scheme because that's what they really wanted. That's true, yes. It definitely happens, but ultimately I want the client to be happy with their color choice before the big reveal when it's too late. It's definitely important to do. We always want our clients happy. Well, I definitely learned something about color today, and we talked a lot about the importance of your backend website design. I want to thank you for your insights, and I really enjoyed having you on this episode of the Ingenious Podcast, Robert. I, I enjoyed myself. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Ingenious Podcast. If you like this podcast, please leave us a rating or a review wherever you listen. Visit the show notes for this episode and all episodes at ingenuitymarketing.com forward slash podcast. 